Listening to Left of the Dial. I'm your host, Andrea, and with me today is my other host, my often host, Kitsy. Hi, Kitsy. Acknowledgement. <laughs> it's good. It's good to reference podcasts that don't make sense to other people unless hey, but if you do get that reference, uh tell us and we'll say, wow, cool. We'll send you a sticker. Oh yeah, we'll send you a sticker, sure. So what are we doing today? Is that how we what are we doing today, Andrea? This is your podcast. You tell me. So I think um, something we're going to start doing, usually here on Left of the Dial, we focus on a particular album or some kind of theme. And I think what we're going to start trying to do, like maybe once a month or so, is just kind of check in with the stuff that we're really into um, that has just come out. So kind of like a grab bag, like a new and notable sort of roundup of songs, right? Sure. That seems like, okay. is that a good way to? We can do that. Yeah, yeah, that's an idea I just had right now. Yeah, no, I like. Let's let's roll with that. Cool. So, well, I think what we should start with, uh-huh. then, if if we're gonna do this, yeah, we might as well. Um, is your personal favorite, Mikey Erg? Mikey Erg, he's got I, a new song out. He's got a new song out, and it fucking rips. It does fucking rip. It's called Almost Like Judy Sill, and it is off of his forthcoming album Love It Leads. And folks heard it as they were coming in. Yeah, and. Uh, a couple things I love about this is it continues uh, Mikey's tradition of, I don't want to say ripping off, but paying homage <laughs> to uh, albums that uh, that he loves. <laughs> and uh, I think that's really cool. Also, uh, really cool about this album, uh, which includes the song you just heard, is that it was recorded uh, by Steve Albini. Yeah, and is fully analog. Fully analog, as Steve Albini likes to do. And uh, it sounds great. It sounds so good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was saying we were listening to it um, before we started recording, even though we just randomly decided to do this the second we hit record, that it is like something about Mikey's music in general, and especially this song, it's like instant serotonin, just like flooding the system. Yep. And it, I think part of it is just that it does sound so good. Like, it's like, you want to like, oh, I don't know, you know? You just want to, you just want to take the song and hug it. But like in like a crushing way. Like I want to yeah. squeeze all the... Juice out of it. Does that make sense? No. Should I? I'm gonna leave it in. I'm not. I know you absolutely need to leave it in. Just you know, uh, from a lyric standpoint, because I can't help myself. The the rhyme scheme in this is literally mystery, fleur de lis, birthday party, which I think is (laughs) just inspired. And then mystery coterie whiskey, and then it in the third verse, and it is just. Uh, three verses, really. Um, I guess 
you looked almost like Judy Silk. You could consider that the chorus, right? Uh, you but could. Do you? D- uh, do you? I, I think you could. I guess I would consider it the chorus. But it's um, just barely. But it's, you know, I have a feeling we haven't heard any more of this album, but I have a feeling it's going to come in hard and fast. And Yeah, it's probably going to sound a lot like what you just heard, and mm-hmm. I'm here for it. Yeah, hell yeah. It's going to sound, you know sound like a Mike Eric record. It's going to sound like a Mike Eric record, and it drops... It uh, drops on June 24th, and it's on Don Giovanni, of course. Of course. Of course it is. Um, and and it rules. And we'll have more coverage of it, I'm sure. Absolutely. Now, if uh, until then, if you just can't get enough Mikey Erg and you need more Mikey Erg, we have a really kick-ass Mikey Erg live session. We do. Uh, where he came into our studio, and he ripped through some songs with his band. And you can find that at leftthedial.fm. Uh slash live slash Mikey Erg. And it's one of my favorite. I mean, obviously, it's one of my favorite sessions because Mikey's one of my favorites. You say that about all of our sessions. And I know I say that about all of our sessions. Both of those things are true. And also, it really is one of my favorite sessions. It's it's a good one. It's so fun. And for a long time, it was the only really recorded version, like studio recorded version of um, other Lucindas that you could get in the States. Um, they it was like a UK. Oh, that's right. Um, but he he just in the last few months or so released it here. Anything else you want to say about Mikey? We love him. Yeah. Oh, also, I guess if you can't get enough Mikey, just go to any show. Yeah, he's he's probably there. He's probably playing. he's either playing or he's there to see it. Yeah, exactly. Just go to any show and he'll be there. Yeah. In fact, tonight that's the Mikey your guarantee. We're recording this mere hours before I'll be posting it. And Warriors are playing with Jawbreaker and yeah. So go to that. So go to that. Um. Oh, a couple of quick things for real though. Jeff Rosenstock. On this album. Oh, yeah. Uh, Lou. Lou Hammond. Yeah, Lou Hammond all the way Lou. And um, Alex Clute, who is, who, if you're a Mike Yerg fan, you're probably a Chris Gethard fan. If you're a Chris Gethard fan, you know his house band, the LLC, that Mikey was the drummer for. And you know Messenger Bag, Random Messenger Bag. That's Alex Clute. And he's playing on this album, too. A lot of cool folks. That's that's a kick-ass lineup right there. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's what happens when you are down to playing everybody else's band. Then you can just collect yeah. cool folks. You just collect a super group of your own. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Way to go, Mikey. Good song. Great song. Great song. So what's the next song we're going to listen to? Uh, so the next song we're going to listen to is actually uh, a band I uh, have never heard of before. Uh, but they just uh, signed, I guess. I don't. I know Mike doesn't like that term, but uh, they're putting a record out on Asian Man Records. And Mike just posted about them, and I was like, ooh, I should check them out. And I did, and they're really good. And the song is called I'm Not Worried, and the band is Teens in Trouble.
So this song has a video. It has such a good video. It has such a good video. Uh, let's talk about the video a little bit. So it's got a dog in it. It does have a dog in it. And that's already like 100 points. And it's got outer space in it. It's got outer space in it. It's truly the only two things I care about. It's truly, truly the only two things you care about is dogs in space. And then it also has a, a clever line uh, about Mercury in it where uh, the singer is dressed like Freddie Mercury. It's just for that one moment. Just for the little moment. Just for, just for the gag. And I love that. Yeah. The, the lyric is something like, nothing really matters according to Mercury. Yeah. And then the little, then Freddie yeah. goes floating by. Yeah. Which is so fun because obviously like that's what the reference is. But then to make it so explicit here. Yeah. Very fun. Yeah. This song rules. I really like this. This is extremely my shit. Yeah. It is instant earworm and i mean that in a good way that yes. chorus is so it's very catchy catchy and like it's got this kind of um like 90s vibe yeah that i like so much it feels like it could be that's who this reminds me of i was gonna say it feels like it could be on the clueless soundtrack you know which is for me a huge compliment mm -hmm. um and it also tell me if i'm if you think i'm if this is a stretch or if you can tell me why I feel this way now, as I said that, I realize there's something that reminds me a little bit of pronoun in this song. I, I can see that. But I don't know. I'm not, I couldn't tell you why. Yeah, I couldn't tell you why either, but I definitely see that. Um, to me, this uh, this reminds me a little bit of, did you ever hear that band, The Sugar Stems? Mm, I'm not sure. They, they were like a power pop band from, mm. I want to say... The Milwaukee area, or Milwaukee, somewhere, somewhere in Wisconsin, um, they they had uh, Drew from the Jetty Boys on lead guitar uh, in that band, and it was just very like sugary, dreamy power pop, and this kind of has that vibe to it, only maybe a little less sugar, um, but still very, very good. Yeah, I don't think I'm, I'm looking at them now. I don't think I'm familiar with them. But yeah. Well, that Sugar Stems record, you should, you, Andrea, and you, the listener, should all check it out because it's it's very good. I'll link to it in the show notes. Yeah. Uh, this song is like it's it's funny like Sugar Pop. The this song is like candy in a good way, not in like a saccharine. It just feels. Yeah. It's just like tasty. It's almost got that little bit of like kind of waking dream, a little bit to it. Um, you know, I you know what I could see this being on the Empire Records soundtrack. Yes. 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 Absolutely. So yeah, Teens in Trouble. I'm a fan. I'm really looking forward to hearing more from them. Uh, I believe, did we get any information on it? Do they have an album coming out? Is it announced yet? Um, they do have an album coming out. I don't, I think it is just forthcoming. I don't think it has a date yet. Okay. Um, we'll, we'll keep, we'll keep track of that though. We'll, yeah. We'll, we'll keep you abreast of the situation. Mm -hmm. They've been around for a while. There's other, like, if you like this song, go check out their band camp because they do have some other stuff on there. Oh, cool. Um, but, but yeah, no official full release date yet. Well, once again, Asian Man Records putting out great music. Yeah, that's exactly what you said when you suggested this. I was like, oh, have you heard it yet? And you were like, no, but it's Asian Man Records, so I'm sure it's good. Sure, I'm and sure it's good. And turns out... It's great. Mike Park, he knows uh, he knows how to pick them. Mm -hmm. Well, that's Teens in Trouble. That song rules. I kind of want to listen to it again, but we, we can't listen to it again. We can't. Because podcast law does say you can't have the same song twice on a podcast. That's the law. It's the law. It's podcast law, and it's taken very seriously. Mm -hmm. So, Andrea, what's next? So, this next song is The Wonder Years, Oldest Daughter. Woo! You dress in with a wings and use a library computer to check in. You can't sleep in the 
Of all the Wonder Years songs I've heard, <laughs> this is one of them. That's one of them. I I love this song. It's it's a Wonder Years song. <laughs> you never really been like a big Wonder Years fan to begin with. No, you know I I I, I hesitate to say no. Mm-hmm. Because it's not that I'm not a Wonder Years fan. Like, I don't actively dislike them. Yeah. I just never really got into them. I get it. You know, I, I don't know. They just, I never, like, they just never really connected with me. I know a lot of people just absolutely love them, and I get it. It's just, like, my favorite Wonder Years song is Alex Melton's oh. version of uh, Free Fallen as done by the Wonder Years. And here's where we'll drop a little bit of that, because yeah. you can't talk about Alex Melton and then not play some Alex Melton. But yeah, like, I don't know. I just, I never really, like, I've never sat down and listened to a whole Wonder Years album. It's funny how certain bands you have to find, and I'm not the biggest Wonder Years fan. There are band when I listen to them, I'm like, oh, right, I do really like this band. Yeah. But like, they're not, I don't know. But certain bands have to find you at certain times because the Wonder Years are right in the, like, I don't know, Kitsy, how do you feel about the Menzingers? Like, how do you feel about, like, there are so many bands that, like, I'm not saying these bands sound alike, but they, there's, like, a bingo card yeah, of okay. people who live in this area specifically, sure. who are of a certain age, yeah. that there are a handful of bands that we're all going to check. And, like, I think The Wonder Years is one of them, but if you, again, don't catch them at... I th- I think if if I had gotten into them when they first came out, like, for some reason, I just kind of missed them. Yeah. And if I'd gotten into them when they first came out, I would have been at the right age, at the, at the mm-hmm. right time in my life to like really latch onto it. But because I never really checked them out until later, I think I just kind of missed that window of it being something that I could really connect with. Yeah, that's funny. I know we're not talking about this band here, but um, it's for me, it's like if Brian Fallon hadn't done solo stuff i wouldn't have gone back to gaslight anthem really i just i'm because i miss them and can i tell you why yeah this yes is, you can i would love to this know this is, this is so funny i that this hasn't come up on the podcast before you, you know how there are some bands in your head or maybe i'm the only one but like for some reason their names you can't keep straight mm-hmm. and in my head i had a really hard time remembering that the gaslight anthem was not streetlight manifesto okay and so like, this is early, early when they were like, you know what I mean? When people were. And so I was like, oh, I don't need to listen to them. I've listened. And it was Streetly Manifesto, who I'm not crazy about. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just had them lumped in together and would fr- and just like f- forgot to separate them out in my head for a long time. You know, it never occurred to me before, but those names are extremely similar. In like a weird way, yeah, right? Like they kind of are. Yeah. I can see how you would do that. Um, and so, oh, God, I am just now realizing how similar they are. <laughs> like Anthem Meta. <laughs> Okay, I feel much better about confusing yeah. or or conflating. Conflating is the word that I want. Yes. And so I just, anytime anything about the Gaslight Anthem would pop up back then, I would be like, oh, I've listened to them. I'm not crazy about them, so I don't need to Too bother. Too many horns. Yeah, like, like seriously. Um, and so, you know, no slight to uh, Shirley Manifesto, but again, a band that's just not my thing. Yeah. Um, which is a huge tangent to say, oh. Well, hold on. Are you going to say the thing about? My Gaslight Anthem story? Oh, no. I thought you were going to say, because you guys covered What's-His-Face's solo, the Aaron... Oh, Aaron West and the Roaring Twenties. Which you do like, right? I do, I do like it. Um, and it's funny that that's like a similar... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's except similar. Except that I did then go back to Gaslight Anthem and inhale everything. Yeah. 
Um, you can hit all that gas from the light. <laughs> not a good idea. No. It's you not know, good well, for you. it's because I, I lit a cigarette and pretended that the air in my lungs was gasoline and I lit that fucker up. That's the lyrics from this song. <laughs> we have said nothing about this song yet. <laughs> Hang on. Wait, I have to tell my gasoline anthem story okay. and then we can talk about this song. So, um, so it's kind of like how you missed the gasoline anthem. I, my, my old band, uh, who I'm not going to name, um, because it's embarrassing. SR71. <laughs> what a pull! Musical guest. Oh God. SR seventy one. So they. Um, my Adderall kicked in. I can tell. <laughs> As you're distractedly taking pictures of your dog in the middle of our podcast. It's for the podcast. I'm going to show people. The um. So my 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 old band, who I'm not going to name because it's embarrassing. Please don't look it up. Chumbawamba. It wasn't Chumbawamba. We played a basement show in New Jersey with the gas anthem like before Sink or Swim, and I remember turning to one of my bandmates and saying, "This band's fucking terrible." <laughs> You're not going anywhere. Whoopsie doodle. I was I was a little wrong. It's very funny that if you take a little walk through our studio and or Kitsy's house, it is a real shrine. It's a gasoline <laughs> at the museum. It really, it really is. I'm trying to think if there are any bands like that that I am like eating crow over now. You know, it's funny. A lot of my favorite bands and favorite albums I didn't like the first time. Like Gaslight Anthem was one of them. Um, Restorations. That the first record they put out, I hated it the first time I listened to it. It's funny. The songs you go to love, they never stick at first. Yep. It's a follow-up boy lyric. She did it. She did it, y'all. Wah, wah, wah. I regret handing you this podcast. Yeah. Hey, Leftos. It's Andrea. And me, Kitsy. From the past or the future or from right now, depending on when you're listening to this episode. We're here to tell you about all the very cool stuff you're missing out on if you're not keeping up with us at leftofthedial.fm. That's right. Head over there now to check out tons of album reviews and essays by our fantastic music writers, and you'll get to watch our incredible live sessions with bands like Teenage Bigfoot, Take Today, and Proper. And you can pick up those live sessions at leftofthedial.bandcamp.com so you can take them with you wherever you go. It's also a great way to support us and the musicians you love because we split all of our profits with the artists there right down the middle. You can also join our Patreon, where we'll have lots of behind-the-scenes footage, early access to live sessions, performances that you won't be able to find anywhere else, and lots of pictures of my perfect dog, Pacey. Oh, he's so good. Follow us on Twitter, at LeftOfTheDialPC, and Instagram, at LeftOfTheDialFM, to keep up with everything we're doing, and to see even more pictures of my perfect dog, Pacey. Oh, and right now, we're also looking for new music writers who want to get paid to write for us, so send our editor-in-chief an email with some writing samples and or pitches at jen at leftofthedial.fm. That's leftofthedial.fm. Celebrating independent music. Characters welcome. Never go to the post office again. Um, the cool thing about, there are a few cool things. So we just oh yeah, we didn't talk we about the song. this song because we liked it. Yes. And then we <laughs> proceeded to shit on it for 20 minutes. It. So what I will say is it's, um, it is a Wonder Years song. It is like, what if Wonder Years, but Wonder Years, you yeah. know? It's like, what if the Wonder Years were a Wonder Years yeah. song? So like, here's what I'll say. If you like the Wonder Years... This song is your jam. Mm -hmm. If you don't like the Wonder Years, this song not probably gonna isn't going to change your mind. But it's interesting when you think about the context for this song, which is if you are a Wonder Years fan, you know the song Madeline. Of course, um, everyone knows that. And Madeline is referenced directly in this. And it's it's like checking in with this person, right? So the Madeline, that song is clearly about somebody trying to like kind of save somebody else. And this song is dealing with the fact that you can't do that and mm -hmm. that... Some people are just going to stay lost because that's what, what they, yeah. Um, and so it's a more adult sort of mature way of looking at the same situation. And I was also saying as we were listening to this, you can tell that Dan, Dan Campbell has like a very distinct 
sound to his voice. Yes. And earlier records, Madeline too, you can hear like, that's not something you can tour with. <laughs> like you're going to have some trouble. Yeah. Um, and he still has that to him, but it just feels like much stronger and more uh, like supported, I guess. Yeah. It's like a grown up. It's like. Like he, he learned how to do the thing, but in a way that's not going to blow his voice out. Yeah. Which is like a kind of cool metaphor for he like learned how to care about this person without blowing his voice without out, blowing his voice out without, you know what I mean? Like yeah. dragging himself through it as well. Um, so yeah, a more mature, whatever I'm rolling my eyes. Um, but, but yeah, oldest daughter, I don't think there's a date for the record yet, but again, as soon as we have one, we'll let you know. Um, we only have one more song. We do only have one more song. It's like I said, it's a short one today. Yeah, we should, um, do we have to plug anything? A, few, a couple of things probably. Um, if assuming, assuming, that today and tomorrow I get my shit together and do my job right. Um, we should have a bunch of Left of the Dial live sessions coming out soon. Yeah, so keep your eyes leftofthedial.fm. Uh, which we had, uh, what do we got? We got Teenage uh, teenage Bigfoot. Teenage Dirtbag. Teenage Bigfoot, who, uh, who was great. Such a killer set. Yep, they were great. Uh, and then I think, who else do we have? Um, Dear Forbidden. Dear Forbidden. Great set. That's We got that one coming out. And, and different, like... I mean, I think we do a pretty good job of diversifying our portfolio, but yeah. Dear Forbidden, I think, is unlike anybody we've had in the studio before. Yeah. Really cool. It's a cool one. And then Take Today. Take Today. Take Today. We got coming out. Uh, Massey Ferguson. Massey Ferguson. Jeez. Beth Bomb. I got a lot of work to yeah, do. Yeah, you do. I better, we better wrap this shit and up then so then I can we have, And then we have a couple of sessions in the books. Um, if you're listening to this on Friday, the 29th. Of April. Of April. 2022. 2022. Or any day up through May 4th, um, and you are looking, and you're in the Philly, New Jersey, New York, Delaware, I don't know, um, area, and you're looking for something to do on a Wednesday night, Pete Genovese, NJ.com, Star Ledger Royalty is getting knighted at House of Independence as part of um, my uh, New Jersey podcast network, New Jersey is the World. Your New Jersey podcast network? Our New Jersey. That, that one on. that you let Chris Gethard co-host with you? It's really kind of me. <laughs> If you've listened before, you know that New Jersey is the World is another project of mine that I am part of, that, <laughs> that I produce, that, edit, that, that and That project host. of yours that you do? Yeah, my little pet project that I, you know, I figured Gethard isn't doing enough um, these days to support New Jersey, so I told him he had to come do this thing. If you're looking for something to do, come hang out. New Jersey is the World, May 4th. Uh, Pete Genovese, who is a legend, New, legendary New Jersey reporter um he literally wrote the book on diners he's the best he's getting knighted um we are bringing a genuine coven of witches from the lunar fair there will be jousting um there may be some medieval combat there will be spectacle and feats of daring do and relatedly take today uh band that we're big fans of here whose session you will see soon will be there closing out the show um and this is all happening at house of independence house of independence in asbury park may 4th tickets are only like 20 bucks and it is more show than anybody needs honestly um kitsy i know you give me shit but you've been it's fun right yeah it was fun the last one i was that was pretty fun except for when you ate shit do you want me to cut that part out though no 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 that's that was fine <laughs> kitsy saved the show you really came in so I, clutch I, I saved the show but in doing so i also completely ate shit off the side of the stage but apparently nobody saw it i don't i don't know how you didn't how nobody did because the stage is 
in the front of the room. <laughs> it really is right in the front center of the room. Crazy thing about it, but yeah, no. I think it's just that that you and and your co-host Chris Gethard mm-hmm. um, were both being so entertaining that uh, all eyes were were on you two and not me. Probably what was happening is a grown man was getting electrocuted while singing the Gaslight Anthem, and so that took visual priority. That did, yeah. I should say, anybody listening, you, I think you have all of us to thank for the Gaslight Anthem reunion because in a in a sort of Frankensteinian <laughs> yeah, sure way there was a moment of the night where Gethard was getting just annihilated with electricity the shot collar while singing the 59 sound in Asbury Park okay wait i feel like we with, need to give some context here so the, the theme <laughs> I don't of the think show you do. the theme of the show was electroshock karaoke where chris gethard had to sing uh new jersey artists in karaoke and when he got uh when he got words wrong andrea would shock him with a a uh, was it a, was it a, a pet shot collar it was like from a fetish site correct it was a pet <laughs> shot collar from, from a, a fetish, fetish site. site okay perfect yeah it was like a you know human dog it was like a puppy play collar <laughs> well it wasn't a sex thing but you know um but uh my life has gotten so weird just just in the last year, just so weird. And our listeners who've been with us for a while heard our first real, like, conversation with Gethard just about a year ago. It was May. Oh, that's right. So the Gaslight Anthem was back in the way that Frankenstein was brought to life. So, yeah, come out May 4th. Uh, Kitsy and I are both also on the road with different... Kitsy's on the road with a bunch of bands. I'm on the road with Gethard. You should come say hi, I guess. I think so. Sure. I want our shows to do well i don't so want anyone can... to say hi to me that's okay you're right i'm gonna cut that i don't want anyone to say hi to me I'm i want you to come that. to the show but leave me alone that is how i feel but not in like a mean way yeah not in a mean way at all just in like a also like we just had to i was on the road with cat bite and we just had to come home because because someone caught covid i was gonna say i would really like to highlight please if you go to a show any show any show Mask mandate or not, like I don't care what the, the I'm I'm giving you a mandate, wear a fucking mask. It's I'm not trying to it's not even like a Here's the thing. You're going to a show presumably because you like the band that you're going to see. If the band that you're going to see is on tour, uh they are in and out of of venues every night full of hopefully lots of people and the likelihood that someone could get covid is is pretty high. Here's what happens when someone in a band gets covid is they have to cancel a bunch of shows which means they miss out on the money from the door, they miss out on the merch sales, and then people don't get to see that band. And then they have to drive home, probably from halfway across the country, and that sucks. That costs a shitload of money. Like, just, all you have to do is put on a mask. Mm -hmm. And then, please. And it's not even just losing out on the merch sales, it's the cost of, like, bands are making merch with the assumption they'll be able to finish their tour, and it's expensive, Yeah, like, and then the the only way they make their money back is by playing those shows. It's just, uh, do, I, do you think people realize? I didn't. I knew that, like, especially for opening bands, that get like you're not getting a ton of money from the door. No, but it's worse than I thought. And no, it's you, like it, even bands that you love who are taking, and this isn't shit talk. It just is the standard. Like who are taking bands on the road, it's just kind of assumed that they're not getting a like they're getting like two, three hundred bucks tops. And think about a ska band. Catbite, Catbite's a smaller ska band, but like imagine being. Well, I mean, just think, okay, but think about the economics of this, right? So you've got a van, you're, you're pulling either, you're either pulling a trailer, you got a bunch of heavy gear in the van, like you're probably getting 10 miles of the gallon in that van tops. 
So you're looking at like a hundred bucks in gas to get between shows already. So that's like a th- like let's say you're getting three hundred a night from the door as an opening band which on, is on a tour. Reasonable, which is like, which is like that's a pretty good. Like I said, you know, it's, I've heard of headliners that pay even less than that. Mm-hmm. And so that's already a third of your your money right there. You've got to feed everybody in your band. Like a lot, people mm-hmm. eat a lot. It turns out, um, <laughs> like every day, like a couple times every day, mm-hmm. and you know, you can't like especially now with COVID, you can't just stay in whoever the fuck's right. house. You know, you've got to get a hotel or a couple hotel rooms, depending on how big your band is. You've got to find an Airbnb. Like, it's just that three hundred bucks doesn't even realistically cover the cost. It's like of playing the show, covering the cost of getting the enough covid tests for everybody yeah <laughs> like, like that that's the thing and so and so and especially right now gas is higher than gas it's ever been thousand dollars a gallon at least so so yeah so if you so if you go if you go to the show and you don't wear a mask and then especially if after the set you get right up in their face and be like hey great set i love your band blah 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 i'm gonna talk to you for an hour with no mask on like come on this sounds like a thing that it feels really obvious, but then, and this isn't, I'm not trying to whatever, but we go to a lot of shows for work and for otherwise. Yeah, and, work. <laughs> and for the amount in the last like half dozen shows of mass people I've seen, I, I don't need two hands for. Yeah. Like, and I'm not exaggerating. Mm-mm. And I don't, I don't. I was just on the road with, with Catbite for a few shows. We had to come home because of a COVID thing. And yeah, like, not enough people wearing masks. Yeah, and especially as the mandates are lifting. And Anyway, the <sighs> point is, if you're going to a show, just put the fucking mask on. Please know that we ranted for a lot longer than what you just heard, because I'm going to cut some of that oh, down. Oh, you better, because it's, <laughs> it's been like 20 minutes of ranting. But we really, we just, we... Please wear a mask. I just... Please? I don't want the only live music I get to see is the music that we make and happen in the studio again. Yeah. Like, that was lovely, but I'm... I would like to be. Able I like to, stay to go to shows, and I like bands to be able to continue to play shows without getting COVID. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing Jawbreaker tonight. You hope? Yeah, God, that's <laughs> 24 hours. Fingers crossed. Anyway, that anyway. was a lot of ranting. Yeah, more than more than you know, listener. We got one more. So, you know when you're crossing the bridge? <laughs> Which one? The Ben Franklin specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, have you noticed the stickers on the booths that say <laughs> windows down, masks up? No. That's a face down, ass up reference, right? <laughs> it is, right? <laughs> like, it's not just they didn't realize what they were doing, right? <laughs> I guess. And it's official. It's not like I drove by and slapped them on there because I... I mean, maybe you did. I Like, I think that transit like somebody responsible for the bridge and stuff did it and straight up windows down masks up that's the way we like to not get covid that's the way we like to pay tolls that's right speaking of philly speaking of philly although i just realized mikey's a jersey i think teens in troubles from north carolina yeah and then back to back philly but i'm fine with that you know what it's not we're, our fault Philly has a lot of great bands. It really isn't. It's really not our fault. No. We're really lucky and spoiled. Um, Kaylee Goldsworthy. You're good. Our dear friend Kaylee. A new song out called You're Good. And it's so good. It's 
it's it's just really good. It's so good. This is the fourth single off of this album, and every one of them, unsurprisingly, has been was good. Been great. I think. I don't know. I just I feel like. I feel like every now and then a, a songwriter achieves a level of songwriting that's just like. I don't know how to describe it. It's it's just like this whole other level beyond what most songwriters get to. And I feel like Kaylee just hit that. Yeah. And it's it's not that it's like the stuff before this. It doesn't feel like such a huge jump. No. It's just such it's a natural progression, I think, but it's one that is so just like I don't even it's solid. It's yeah. just like it, it's like the, the when I like l- putting my producer hat on listening to this song, it's like there's no there's nothing out of place. Every mm. everything, every every moment, every sound, every fill, every piece serves a purpose. There's nothing there's nothing there that shouldn't be, and there's nothing missing. It's just perfect. I think Kaylee just comes across to me anyway as a really thoughtful songwriter in general. She always has been, yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is your good. It's off of uh Kaylee's upcoming album Learning to Be Happy, which was produced by uh produced, engineered, mixed, mastered uh by Will Yip. So <laughs> obviously that's why it rules. Mm-hmm. Uh let's see who else is on this. Uh Joe Godino of the Menzingers played some drums. I'm sorry, his name is Joe Menzinger, and I'll I'll hear. <laughs> he won't hear anything else. Yeah. But uh, yeah, well, of course, Willie Yep produced this, which is why it fucking rules. Um, I mean, it fucking rules because it's Kaylee and she's great. But okay, so it's it's Kaylee and she's great, and then Willie Yep produced it, and he's great. So like, you're not gonna, you can't lose on like, that. Like, come on, that's a dream team right there. Yeah. Every I just said this, but every song we've heard so far on this album has been great. Um, I also want to highlight real quick uh, one of the singles, Boomerang, which is fantastic, has. One of my favorite videos in a very long time. Have you got a chance to? No, I haven't. It's fantastic. It's Kaylee and the Ghostface Killer from the Scream movies, <laughs> <laughs> in like a very toxic, as you can imagine, um, back and forth relationship. I love it. I think that's going to do it for us this week. This album is out May sixth. Yes, it's going to be great. Definitely Promise. get it. Pick up all these albums whenever they're out. This one May sixth. The other ones when they come out. I think only Mikey's has a date right now, June yeah. 24th, but we'll keep you posted. Follow us at Left of Dial PC. The PC stands for podcast, even though we do more than just the podcast. So much more now. PC stands for pretty cool. <laughs> That's what it is. It's yep. pretty cool. This has been Left of the Dial. I have been Kitsy. Andrea is here. I mean, mostly. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll be back next week. Bye. Bye. So you're saying this is all a rush And that you didn't see it happen But it did so fast You say it's not the time I guess it never was Just like an
to